0: Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner and I'm your host. And today we're gonna be talking about how failure hits once, but regret lives on forever. Now, the reason I, I wanted to talk about this is just to help put failure in perspective because I think that one of the, I've talked about this before. One of the, probably the most mind blowing things about when people start trying to build habits is how easily people throw in the towel on them. Now, it's one thing to say, man, you know what? I'm tracking, you know, five habits. I've blown three of them already. I'm just going to forget about them for the day and start fresh tomorrow. I get that. Not the best strategy because you can always get, you can always get it back on track. Because like, if you take that attitude too much, you end up just throwing in the towel on everything. You can say, "Well, man, I'm already fifty years old. Life hasn't gone great now, so I may as well just throw in the towel." Like, no, you can always fight. You can always change. You can always uh, push into something new. But I get it for the day, right? You you say, uh, you know what? Okay, I'm going to start new." But what ends up happening so many times is, like, I'll I'll see people on a you know do something for thirty three days in a row. I'm like, man, that's amazing. They miss one day and they're like, oh, I failed. And they're just done. And uh, we got to change that because you're never going to accomplish anything. If you, if you operate with a, well, if, I, if somebody doesn't go the way I want one time, then that, that means it's not meant to be. Uh, you're never going to get anywhere. So for me, the one thing that really taught me how failure hits once is uh, growing up in Toronto, talking to girls. Like that was one thing that, I don't know what it was, but it could have just been my friend group, but it was like just to be able to be at the mall and just go up to a girl and just try and get her number. Um, Such a simple thing, but it taught me so much about courage and taking a a chance and uh, getting rejected. And it's like, okay, when you get rejected, what was interesting about it is in that moment, it's like... The worst thing ever, right? You look stupid in front of your friends. You look stupid in front of her friends. Overall, you just look like a straight up dummy and you have to kind of process the fact that, you know, you saw someone that you were impressed with and they just weren't impressed with you at all. Like that sucks in the moment. But then after you're like, Hey, you know what? I just got to try again. And you end up realizing, you know, if, if I, if I can just try this enough times, like I'm eventually going to succeed and it won't even matter. And eventually you, you know, you, you do succeed and you forget about, you know, those rejections because you got that, that one that worked. But that's what really ended up showing me like, Hey, you got to keep trying because the failure like gets things when it, right, when it happens, and then it kind of just goes away and you forget about it. Um, and even when I think about some of my worst, like the worst failures I've had, like when I had to, my, my last app that I was working on, when that whole thing fell through and you know, I was in like the worst financial position I'd ever been in. Uh, everything just sucked. It was really bad. And that only really lasted a couple of months. And, you know, I, I and during that time, I started working on Habit Stacker. So I didn't even allow it to stop me from trying. But the thing about regret is it keeps ringing because you're always asking yourself, like, well, what would have happened or like, what could have been, what, what if it's like, the, it's the, what if question that you want to avoid. Um, you don't want to have all these ideas. And, uh, I love what, uh, oh man, now I'm forgetting what his name is. Uh, the motivational speaker, um uh, Les Brown, he talks about how, uh, there's the, 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 place with the most ideas is the graveyard. And it's a, that's such a haunting thought to me that, you think about all the people that pass away on a regular basis, and all of the gifts, talents, ideas that they just take to the grave with them. They never did anything with it; they just sat on them their whole life, and and now they're just wasted. And that's these are the things that keep regret ringing. It's like you you are eventually going to be old. You know, you are going to be an older person. You are going to be 60s, 70s, seventies, eighties, nineties. You know, you might, might might even make it to one hundred. So, what's crazy to me about that is someone who lives to be one hundred. Maybe at 50 years old, they believed that, you know, life's over. You don't got that much time left, you know? But it's like you, you had a whole another life after that to make changes, but you decided to stay the same. And, like, in that, you know that there's going to be tons of different re- re- regrets ringing from that. And uh, I think another thing that drives me personally uh, and that might be worth thinking about is uh, I think a lot about what I want to tell my kids when they get old. And... It's not about, hey, I want to say, you know, I made all this money or I did this or I did these things. No, no, no. It's not about the accomplishments, but I want to make sure they know I tried. That's what matters to me. Try. And uh, even it's crazy. I was talking to um, some different people about uh, just like the, the the stimulus checks and like unemployment, how a, a lot of that stuff's working right now through uh, COVID-19 and all that. And I, I find it to be so interesting how many people I've ran into that are eligible to get money, but they won't even apply because there's a chance they can get rejected. And I'm like, the, there's no, there's no real downside. Like, yes, they send you a letter. They say no. And you read it. And you maybe spent 20 minutes of your time on this whole thing, but the upside is huge because the money can make a huge difference in your life. But it's like, they just, it's like the thought of getting rejected is just too much. think like they can't even take a rejection letter from their state. That's too much for them. And I just go back to my kids and I say what I want to tell them, what I want for them in their life. Because if I want it for them in their life, I have to show them. I can't expect them to go out and try and to take those 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 calculated risks if I'm not going to do that. So I make sure that I, I push myself too. Uh, I, the last point I want to make is uh, you don't want to magnify failure. I think people magnify failure. You want to define it, but you don't want to magnify it. You don't want to magnify it. And what magnifying failure looks like is making it to be this huge thing, making it to be something that is, like, to be feared and, like, just dreaded. And um, and, and I think it's important to define it as well. It's like, did you fail or did you have a setback? Because it's really easy for, for people to define failure as whatever they want it to be. And most of the time it's defined as something way too, like, easy. Like, even as I'm watching through um, the – Jordan, the um the last dance uh the the 10 part series that just recently came out on michael jordan the one thing that stands out to you about michael jordan's career that he doesn't get any credit for is how long it actually took him to win a championship like people don't talk about that that much because he won so many right it's like he won six of them in eight years it was just packed with championships but it's like he'd already been in the league for like seven years or something like that so he's in the league Getting bodied by the Pistons, he's in the league losing to Lakers, Celtics. Like his first couple of years, like they were just losing, and he could have easily said, "Oh man, my career is a failure. Like I am the scoring champ, I'm the MVP, but I'm not winning. I'm a failure, right?" Like it's all about how you define it in your mind. But he kept pressing and found a way to through that become one of the the greatest to ever do it. So. Don't magnify it. Define what it is. Like, no, there is definitely a point when failure has hit, and you have to accept that for sure. But now, more than ever, people are looking at things and saying, Oh, well, I'm not I'm not making as much money as this guy. So I'm a failure. Or I failed. So I need to do something else. Or well, this job I had a really tough day today. I'm gonna quit. And it's like there's all these things that happen that's like that's his life. Like, you're, you're gonna see that anywhere. And uh, you're you're, mag, you're magnifying failure, making a bigger, making it a bigger thing than it actually is. Um, but instead, define it, and know exactly what it looks like, and when you, you reach it, you can accept it a lot easier. But uh, but everything else, you're just gonna say, hey, that's a this is a, this is a baby setback. This is nothing because you've been through so much that um, these things don't these things just really don't even phase you anymore. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Unbelievable just a quick update cuz I have talked about this before. My wife has not given birth yet. Um this baby is just hanging on for his his dear little life in that in that womb. So uh but hopefully I'll have some good news for you guys soon. Uh so any prayers and thoughts would definitely be uh just great for my family. But otherwise I will catch y'all tomorrow unless something pops off.